Andre, how's it going? All right, man. How you doing today, man? I'm ready for another week of talk with you, man. Hey, another week of two things, two questions. First question, D-Hop, our main man, Nuke, you know, DeAndre Hopkins made the decision to go to Tennessee with the Titans. Mike Vrabel, defense, do you like this move? I like it for D-Hop because he secured the bag, but as far as, like, going somewhere where he can have an impact, I'm just thankful he didn't go to the Chiefs. I know a lot of people in the league that let that like the executives, they feel like he he lost the step. Uh, you know, what I mean, you know, he has the injury prone label on him. But I'm I, I mean, for the Titans in their division, you really only got to deal with Jacksonville. I mean, the Colts could come out and shock people this year. It depends on what they're going to do with Anthony Richardson, if, if they're going to start Cam Jackson. This year, which I don't think, I think they're going to bring him in gradually. Three, four games into the season, they'll bring him in. We're going to stamp that. I say about three, four games in, they'll bring Anthony Richardson. But I don't know if the Colts is going to be a threat to win the, the AFC South. Um, I mean, Tennessee still got some guys. They got Derrick Henry, one of the best running backs in football. Um, they, they signed Andre Dillard off the Eagles, who was the first pick. Or in our draft a few years ago, he was, uh, uh, you know, guys were trying to move up to get him, and we got him, but Jordan Malata stamped that left tackle position, and he was playing behind him ever since. And that might be a great move for the, the Titans to protect Will Levis, the second-round pick, who fell to the second round, who on a lot of draft boards, he was a top-ten player, and he got they got him in the second round. So you got Traylon Burks. Hopefully, DeAndre Hopkins open the field up for those guys. Traylon Burke should have a big year this year. A lot of people feel like he's going to come out and really come into his own, and you only can get better by uh, 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 learning from one of the best wide receivers in the past 10 years. And, 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 and it, it should help the Titans. We'll see. But it, it don't put them over the edge of being the top dog in the AFC South over Jacksonville, not in my opinion. No, I think Jacksonville's got a young, talented, fast roster. The one thing that I will say about Mike Vrabel squads is that it doesn't seem like he's relying really on that quarterback position to to, to sort of dictate whether or not the, the team is going to pull out a victory or not. It seems like they know how to just play hard-nosed football, smart football, you know, like you said, get behind King Henry and just see what he can make happen with his legs. And, yeah, you know, maybe there's going to be some opportunities for D-Hop to surprise some people. I mean, last year, a lot of teams, damn near the whole year, they had to see an eight-in-the-box defense. Derrick Henry still managed to get over 1,000 yards. It wasn't a Derrick Henry-esque season like we're used to seeing him because they didn't have no weapons. You got a rookie wide receiver, unproven. There ain't nobody really expecting him to jump out the gate and give you a Justin Jefferson-type production. And then who was their other receivers? Robert Woods. You know, I mean, these guys, like we were talking about, they, they don't scare me. So hopefully with the signing of D-Hop, now it'll open the field up. Now you're going to get a lot of looks for Traylon Burks. He'll also get a lot of one-on-one -on -one matchups. Derrick Henry, that that will possibly expand the uh, rushing attack for them. I don't know who their tight end is, but, you know, whoever the tight end is going to definitely get some looks. And it's the it's all depends on the trenches. If the offensive line is going to be good, like I said, I, I like the signing for them for Andre Diller. He might be the what he was supposed to be. 
coming out of Washington State, getting drafted by us. Hopefully he he he's their future left tackle for the next eight years. And hopefully the offensive line is good enough. We are we're gonna see. We are about to see. We're gonna see. And you know, not to get over my skis here, but I just want to have a quick moment of silence for Ramondre Stevenson and Mac Jones this upcoming season because these two dudes are about to face a whole lot of eight people in the box with nothing on the outside for the New England Patriots. As you said, there is not a single person on the outside for that team that scares you. I mean, look, uh, Parker is a great possession receiver. I'm not even going to say great. He's an okay, solid possession receiver. Doesn't scare me. Nothing over the top. I don't have to worry about that. Uh, 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 Mike Gusecki, Great. He was un- he was overlooked. They didn't really go to him like they were in past seasons in Miami. Once the Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle thing got crazy, and then you got the other receiver for them. Oh, he he's he's an animal too. But I mean, he might flourish in the offense, Hunter Henry. But they don't got no guys really. I'm game planning for a defensive coordinator. Ain't worrying about double teaming those guys, and because of that. The Patriots going to see a lot of blitz packages, and I hope that offensive line and them running backs is ready to pick up blocks. Mac Jones, you're going to have a hard time, and I promise you, if Mac Jones was in another situation, if he was a Colt instead of the Patriots, the Colts might actually have a shot to make the playoffs because they at least have weapons. Michael Pittman, Jonathan Taylor, they got guys over there don't nothing over in New England scare me. So you're going to see a bottom-dwelling Patriots team. You're going to see a team that might draft in the top five. First time in God knows how many years. I'm predicting that right now. You That's might a see pre- a 5-12 season this year. That's a big prediction, but you know what? If you look at just their own division, let alone the conference, <laughs> it, just, it just doesn't add up, right? Like, you know, you got all these dudes are getting paid to play football. And at the end of the day, talent typically wins. And I think that Bill Belichick is going to find out that in the he's modern He's going to find out, brother. He, he's he's going to find out. Yeah. He's, he's definitely going to find out. And and the, 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 the lore of the trophies and winning those championships, a 5-12 and 12 season, that you don't even worry about that no more. They're going to do him like Dallas did their coach before Jimmy Johnson got there. The legend, Tom Landry. Yeah, out of here. But I don't think Robert Kraft got the cojones to do that to Belichick. But you will see a losing year over there in Foxborough, Patriot fans. I guarantee it. It's looking grim. West Philly hippie making the guarantee. As we know, these kinds of predictions tend to come true. I got a sidebar for you, though. Would you tank your season? Because the you, Patriots ain't going nowhere. AFC is loaded. The division they ain't loaded. They're not going nowhere. Do I throw in the towel so I could go get Marvin Harrison Jr. in the draft? Or he Caleb will Williams. be the top player in the draft drafted. Or top two at least. What yeah. do you do? I mean, look, I think that the Caleb Williams, uh, Harrison Jr. sweepstakes, if you will, um, are compelling. Right. And I think that, you know, that's an interesting sidebar because there were these rumors, right, all offseason about Belichick having interest in signing Lamar Jackson. And I think that the caveat, the wrinkle to this whole situation is that 
Belichick might know that, um, like you said, as the roster is currently uh, constructed, because they just frankly lack top playmakers, a Mac Jones isn't going to move the needle. You know, they're going to need to get somebody who's a more dynamic weapon with his feet, with the arm, you know, somebody just with some electricity, bring some excitement to that room. You know what? I'll say this now that we're bringing up Caleb Williams. Uh, I, 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 I'll I, say this. He is a very dynamic quarterback, and, and he's going to be – that's why I said Marvin might go too because Caleb Williams definitely going to be the top pick. He's, he's going to be the top guy to get in the draft. I see. I can see the Patriots losing. They, but I feel bad for Mac Jones because he's so much better. Like his first year, that's what you expect out of a guy like that. You know what I mean? But they don't have no weapons around him. How can you ask this man to succeed? You, Tom Brady, been carrying bums on his back, and I hate Brady. But everybody, not Brady, bro. You're not going to turn trash into gold. You're not going to turn Mariah Mills into Savannah James. You, it's not going to happen. You can't turn trash into gold. You can't. And so, I, <laughs> you know, I think, go I'm ahead, with go you. Ahead. No, I'm, I'm with you. And I think the, the, the other sort of little, I don't want to say little known, but uh, unheralded sort of detail of that big Patriots run is that they, they had absolute machines for the defensive and offensive front, right? They drafted well, too, man. They drafted well. They drafted well. And they don't have that any longer. The offensive line over there is a question mark. And that's just like a bad combination. That's a bad recipe for, like you said, a losing season. Mac Jones, oh, man, you might as well get your bags packed, brother. You might see the Patriots in the top three. I might say that now. You might see the New England Patriots. First time they drafted that high since maybe Drew Bledsoe came to Foxborough. So this is the year, Patriots fans. Y'all going to be bottom dwellers. So, you know, we're going to switch modes here. Second question from NFL to NBA. Uh, A transaction, you know, hit the Woj bomb kind of situation right before we tapped in. One of my favorite players who I think still has yet to kind of fully get his chance Bull Bull headed to the Phoenix Suns. Do you like this move? And is Phoenix contender or pretender? I like the move. I like the move. Look, Bull Bull is, is I'm, I might get some backlash, but when Bull Bull was a high school guy, he was a McDonald's All-American for a reason. He just kept getting hurt at Oregon. But, man, when he played, he was going crazy. And now we got the Victor Wimbanyamas, the Chet Holmgrims. He's one of them. He's just as talented as those guys. It's all about health with Bull Bull. That's the only thing. Health. I think seeing Durant, he's going to soak up a lot of game from one of the biggest spineless cowards there is. And I love you, Durant, off the court. You're a funny guy on Twitter. You just you have no honor going to Golden State. You have no honor. I don't. I don't acknowledge your rings, but. I'm going to say being around Durant, you're going to soak up a lot of game. You're going to add to your arsenal. Bradley Bill, Devin Booker, that's a nice four with DeAndre Aton soft ass. Now, listen, I don't know too much about what they have on the bench, but as far as a starting five, this starting five can compete with any starting five in the NBA. But like I always say, man, when you get to the finish line, 
It's a marathon, not a race. Are these guys going to be able to last and be durable enough? Will Kevin Durant see 60 to 65 games this season? Will Bull Bull be able to play 60-plus games this year? That's a big question mark. But I like this starting five. Are they contenders and pretenders? They're pretenders. They have no bench. We're putting the hopes of who's their coach currently right now? Or who's their coach? Uh, 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 oh, yeah, the Lakers' old coach. What, what's my man's name? Vogel. Frank Vogel. So Frank Vogel's been a great defensive coach. We're going to see him demand a lot of defense out of these guys. They just said Bradley Bill is going to play the point guard. He's going to handle the point. We'll see, man. But I don't think they have the the, the they have a start five. But what about that bench? What about guys coming off the bench to su- supply you with the points while your guys catching breathers and they're able to do what they need to do off the bench and provide for the team? I don't see Phoenix having that. And then you got to deal with Denver. You got to deal with L.A. who retooled, reloaded. Shout out to Rob Palenka. I remember watching Rob Palenka in them Fab Five games with Weber, Jalen, and Jawan coming off the bench. I remember that guy. He was the he was the sniper for them. Shout out to Rob Palenka for turning that around. I love what Memphis did. I love getting Marcus Smart in there and Derrick Rose. These guys going to be big brothers to Ja Morant when he come back. Ja going to be way more motivated. You know, the, the, the spotlight is going to be him on him when he get back. I see Memphis being able to navigate because they have a good team. They'll be in the mix. They'll be a top four or five seed while he out. When he come back, he's going to be a horse leading those guys. Listen, the West is loaded, man. It is loaded. Denver is the champs. Can't forget Jokic and those guys. I don't see Phoenix. It's not enough, man. And Golden State, too. They they got Chris Paul. And Golden State is still Golden State. They re-signed Draymond. Maybe they could get a little bit more out of Kaminga. That's going to be the key. Is this the year Marcus Moody and, and Kaminga take that step? If they're able to take that step, Golden State will make the uh, make the finals this year. It'll be all predicated on what they're going to do. So as far as Phoenix, I don't see it, bro. I don't see it from Phoenix either. Totally agree with you about the Kaminga-Moody uh, comment. Uh, I think that there is a, a finally an open uh, path for both these guys to take that step forward because lo and behold, it just I, I guess it turns out, is Jordan Poole the most unpopular guy in the NBA? He's a piece of shit. He's a puppy. I've been on this show plenty of time. He's a piece of shit. This guy won one chip. One chip. He played a, a, a pivotal piece and then them winning that chip. But like, like I always say, when you have that first sip of champagne, you might get drunk, man, if you're not used to it. And then he got... The, the ladies off the court, the incident with Draymond, he talking crazy to people. These guys got seniority. You only been in the league three plus, four plus years. You feeling yourself. You got your new deal. You rubbed a lot of the vets the wrong way. We going to ship him into purgatory over there in Washington. We going to see what Jordan Poole got to offer now that he has his own team to run. But Jordan Poole's an asshole. And he rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, man. I could not believe it. Even, you know, Dame, who seems to be just like, you know, somebody who keeps a lot of things, maybe, you know, you know, close to the vest or whatever. And he's coming out straight up calling Jordan Poole out just wide open in social media this past week. I don't like that guy. You see what I'm saying? And you talking crazy to Dame? Bruh, you better be one of them guys to talk to 
Pat Beverly. I love Pat Beverly. Shout out to Pat Beverly. Now I hope I get to meet Pat. I'm gonna call that too. Shout out to Pat. Shout out to Pat. If Pat don't talk crazy today, because it's a respect level. Well, I'm gonna play you hard, but I ain't gonna be talking too crazy because I know all it takes is for one sentence, and that can get your your engine running. Jordan Poole, good player, not great, good player, because he was in the Golden State system, Steve Kerr system. You got Steph and Clay out there. You got a lot of freedom to move around through them screens. Let's see if you that guy in Washington. We're going to see this year. A lot of questions going to be answered. A lot of questions, a lot of questions. So prediction time, staying in the West, you know, NBA, Western Conference, as we said, we like what Rob Palenka has done with the retooled Lakers roster. I thought they made great moves at the end of last season, getting Vanderbilt and some of these guys, young, fresh, athletic players that can kind of like move and like, you know, be adaptive in this, in this new NBA. So with LeBron James electing to move off from the number six, shout out Bill Russell and go back to the number 23, it kind of almost paints this picture. You know, he's donning the same number as Michael Jordan. Once again, LeBron is currently at four rings, two in Miami, uh, one in Cleveland, one in LA do these roster additions plus Anthony Davis maybe staying healthy, give him an opportunity to catch MJ in the ring department. Not street clothes, not street clothes. We going to, we depending on street clothes here. I'm going to give you another prediction. Street clothes don't get it done this year. He's out of LA. They don't get a chip this year or make the finals this year. Street clothes, Anthony Davis is up out of there. Guarantee you that because Giannis going to be a free agent. And they're going to pull all the string. You know Magic Johnson going to get involved. Watch out for that, man. A lot of people going to be rolling out the red carpet for Giannis. But, look, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. LeBron is not getting another ring. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm just going to just say that right here, right now. He's not getting another ring. LeBron wow. is on the, on the Mount Rushmore of – NBA greats. He's one of the top five that ever picked up a rock. I'm going to give him that. And I love LeBron off the court. I would tell this guy that if I met him. I hate your guts on the court, but I love you off of it. LeBron, you're not winning another ring. You could go anywhere you want at this point. I think L.A., you're going to be in L.A. for one more year. I don't see him going in. I mean, the Bronny James shit, everybody want to speculate. He going to play with his son. We'll see. We'll see. But as, at the rate it's going, you're about to turn 39 years old in November, December. You're not winning another ring. It, I'm sorry. It, it's not happening. The West is loaded. The East is loaded. Now, if you was to go join forces with a Giannis, a Luka Doncic, if you, if you was to do it something like that, Maybe, but I don't see it, man. I think he's gonna be stuck with that fourth ring and the four rings, and that's that. And 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 look, LeBron fans, I'm I, I get it. I was a LeBron fan his first go around in Cleveland. Hated him when he made the decision and went to Miami. Hated it because it opened the door for Kevin Durant to go to Golden State. If if LeBron don't go join the Wayne Wade in South Beach. None of these moves you would see happening. You don't see nine or seven to nine trade requests between James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant. You don't see that. And that's what I hate. 
how bad I love that players have control, but with control comes abuse. And this is the abuse part of it. When you got jabronis like Ben Simmons that's able to wake up at night and put out photos in a gym every summer just to get that and to get nothing in the season, I hate this shit. But LeBron, you you put in hella work, 21 years in the league. Maybe you're going to have 22. We'll see. But you ain't getting another rank, brother. You had your run. So you heard the prediction here with, I would say, an asterisk because if they move off from Anthony uh, Davis, then that's going to open up a big sign and trade piece where Giannis could slide in and, and see him in the purple and gold. We speak things in existence on this show. Y'all better do your homework on us. I'm telling you, Giannis is a free agent. They got rid of Budenholzer. That hurt. I'm not, he'll never say it publicly, but he loved Budenholzer. Budenholzer's brother passed away during the playoffs, man. During the first round, and they fired him. Giannis is out of Milwaukee. Stamp it. Stamp it. And I think that Palinka has strategically put together a roster where they can kind of basically match the salaries and and bring this guy and bring this guy into the uh, formerly known as the Staples Center. I don't even know what the place is called anymore. It's not crypto.com anymore uh, either. Oh god. So I, I like this prediction. As you said, we 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 have spoken things into existence. I uh do back your prediction about LeBron not getting another chip, however, comma, should Giannis find himself playing with LeBron. That's a whole different ball game, Giannis step in LA. I don't want that. That'd be the biggest free agent coup since Shaq signed in LA that I don't want to see that that I, I don't want that. as a Celtics fan I don't want to see that either <laughs> and at the same time you know like you said loving LeBron and all that he does in the community off the court yes. no question about it and you know I mean when I think about a likable NBA superstar Giannis literally is top of that list absolutely absolutely I'm not going to like him he wear that purple and gold Milwaukee fans, y'all better enjoying your organization fucked up fire Mike Budenholzer, and it's going to show after this season is done. Bye-bye, Giannis. Hopefully we can prime. Hopefully we can prime here to Philly, hopefully, because we leaving that. That's why we asked Maxie not to take the extension this year so we can leave room open for that max spot. Tobias' contract come off the books. James Harden' contract is off the books. Listen, just and be be patient. I know you've been patient. Just be patient. We got a plan. We got a plan. If it don't work out this year, we got a plan for the following year. Giannis is worth the wait, Joel. Just hold on. One more year. We might be able to pry Giannis. And if we get Giannis, the big the the the, the twin towers, it'll be better than Duncan and David. Oh, I can't wait. You're not gonna be able to you're not gonna be able to mess with the Sixers if they get Giannis. That is a fact. Oh man, you don't bet they're gonna be mad as shit that happened. <laughs> I like it. Andre, we'll see if that one comes to fruition. As always, thank you for tapping in. Thank you for the knowledge. And I'll see you next week. All right, man. We're gonna do it again next week, bro. Talk to you soon, man. All right, bro.